I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I'm sorry, folks, I have a little bit of a cold today. Um, allergies of some kind is really messing with me, so I got a little bit of a runny nose. And I'm sure maybe cough here and there or whatever, but just want to bear with me. Today's talk is um, more common than not the observations of multiple things happening at the same time in my life that I think parallel to something you can learn for your life. And uh, what we're going to cover today is what happens when you take on a gigantic project, when you wake up and go, wow, this gigantic amount of things are wrong in my life, and how do I fix all this stuff? It's just like an amazing combination of stuff. And it's interesting because the stuff may all fit together into your life, and it is your life. There's component parts. And you have to work on the component parts um, separately. So talk about the three different things I want to cover today. Number one, I want to cover my home, home renovation. Because I'm doing it, I'm right in the middle of it, and it's, it's got me thinking about how you go through some gigantic projects, project. Number two, I just bought an apartment complex. And um, the partner that's running the property is out there fighting the first week of ownership and it's a nightmare. It's got all kinds of things wrong with it. It needs to be worked on. And the third one is your financial situation. You're sitting there right now. You're living a life of quiet desperation. You don't know where to start. You don't know how to get going. And it really, you're just stuck. You're stuck in the squat position. You can't jump because you're stuck and you don't know where to go. So we're talking about all three of these today. Uh, the two that stimulated the conversation were obviously my house and home renovation and the apartment complex renovations. I'll start with the home renovation. First of all, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up to the massive realization that, again, each and every year, there is a certain amount of maintenance that must go on to maintain a super life. And so, although I have a, a, a super life here at this home, beautiful mansion, the reality is, is that I have to keep it up. So I had to come up with a plan. There has to be a plan. And there has to be a master plan. And when I first moved here, everything was dead. And so my original plan was to plant this place up as a beautiful tropical garden. And I had two zones, two areas in the backyard. I had a, a, the pool in the tropical area. And then the outer zone was like a shade area 
more of a, a magical garden type effect. And the front was uh, landscaped with tremendous amount of stuff. And last year I came to the conclusion I had to change a lot of it. It just, the plan that was in place was wrong. Now I want you to parallel that with the thought of, hey, you wake up, you look at your finances, you look at your age, you go, my plan is wrong. It isn't working. I think I have a plan. I know what I'm doing. I'm putting money in my 401k. I'm trying to pay down the house. I'm trying to stay out of debt. You know, I'm trying to keep up my job, get a little bit better, do a little more, get paid a little more at my job. All these things, this is your plan, but the plan isn't working. And my problem with my home was that every year we would have a freeze. It's only one or two days, maybe four at the most, where the temperatures drop below 20 degrees. And for every hour that you're below 20 degrees in temperature, one quarter of your plants, tropical plants, die. So by the time if it stays under 20 degrees for four to eight hours, a whole night, they're dead. They all die. And so every year I was replacing all these plants along with all the annuals uh, that had to be replaced every year because we'd plant in the gardens these annuals. They'd come, they'd come in and stay through the heat of the summer, and then those kinds would die off. We had to put in other ones that could handle the heat, but when it got to be winter, they would die off. So this is the annual thing. So what I decided was is I'm going to change the plan for my home. And I changed the plan to go away from tropicals and go to an English garden where I can fill it with plants that will survive the winter here and survive the heat of summer. And so I drew up a whole new plan of what I wanted to put in the yard. Melissa and I worked on it for hours and hours and hours and came up with the conclusion of what we wanted. And then we paid a landscaping company to come in and put the plants in and so forth and get it to where we wanted it to be. Now, as we did that, we ran out of energy and money before all of the, the particular gardens. And this house has like 10 different lawns. Uh, if you have a house, you got a front yard and a backyard, and they're both probably not that big. This has 10 giant lawns, and then it has hundreds of beds, flower beds, planting beds, stuff just blows my mind. Uh, there's probably a, at least a million dollars worth of landscape materials planted in this yard right now. And I go through 10, 20, 30,000 every year, and I'm trying to change that, get it back down to something realistic. You know, um, so I changed the way I was going to do the plan. You're going to have to change your plan. If you want to get financially, become financially free, you're going to need to change your plan. Now, in the apartment complex that I'm looking at, or that we have purchased, we had a plan going in. The lead investor that's doing the deal had a plan. He can see what the other guy's plan, how the other guy's plan was wrong, and now he has a plan that he's going to put in place. But even as he puts that plan in place, there's tremendous number of obstacles. And so as he's going through this thing, this first week, the obstacles are becoming clear to him. Things, some of which that were clear before we purchased the property, others that were hidden very well until after closing you find them out. And again, it's all in the due process of getting through the obstacles. And I kind of wanted to work through this with you today because as I'm working through this yard thing, I sort of figured out this, the process here. And hopefully you can learn, take something from this process and put it into your process to make things better. So the first thing I did was, I, when I looked at this, uh, 
Oh, there's a secondary problem. The landscaping company that I had put in my stuff, the plants, they did such a poor job. Uh, and they tripled the charge of my landscaping, weekly, monthly landscaping fees. And so I had to let them go. So I had no landscaper for about two months and just had somebody mowing the yard. And so all of my beds, all of my plants were destroyed. There was nobody watching my yard. And all of a sudden I woke up and I looked out there and I go, man, my yard's destroyed. It looks terrible. And so I had to take on the project. But what I had to do is I had to put it into perspective of something I could deal with. And so what I did was I divided it up into areas. And like I said, there's like 10 different environments, 10 different areas in my yard. Each of these 10 different areas has different plant types. It has different sun ratios from the day uh, and night, or from, you know, all day long, what part of it's all sun, full sun, part sun, part shade, and shade. All those are different, everyone. So everyone has to be dealt with completely on its own. You can't just go in there and say, I'm going to theoretically get in here and fix everything, because you can't. So I took on the very front part of the lawn first because it was almost completely dead. And the beds we had just put in were looking weak. Um, I had a flooded out area that where some sprinkler heads were broken, they were flooding the yard. And so I had one part of this zone was all dead because it had no water. The other part of the zone was flooded because it had too much water. Now try to figure that one out because you can't fix it by turning the zone, the sprinkler, sprinkler heads on and fixing it because if it was all dry, you would just water more. If it was all wet, you would water less. But they're in the same zone. And so I had to go out there and investigate head by head by head on the sprinkler system, you know, what was wrong. And what I found was two of the sprinkler heads were completely broken. And that's why that whole, these two areas were completely dead because the sprinkler heads were broken. Found on the other one, the sprinkler heads were leaking. And I also found by research that some of the sprinkler heads were way too large for the small amount of area that they were in because when we redid the yard, we had to redo some of the sprinkler heads and we had combinations of problems. So when we come back, we'll talk about how we start hacking through this stuff and how it relates to your self-financial situation. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. 
The largest multifamily bus tour in the country is coming to Dallas Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. Join Dell Walmsley, national radio host, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, and his top team of investors, realtors, and expert educators. Ride your way to triple-digit returns. Go to multifamilymasterstour.com. Gain one-on-one access to industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Get the only bus ticket worth millions at multifamilymasterstour.com. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. Are you tired of sitting in rush hour traffic? Are you worn out from your extremely long work commute and thinking, I need a new career or a better way of making more money? You don't need a new job. You need a passive income stream. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we have been teaching people real estate investing for the past 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. One way is equity capture. Equity capture is when you buy an asset for less than what it's worth. If you buy a house for $50,000 in a neighborhood that's in the $90,000 range, you put $20,000 into improvements, then you've just captured $20,000 in equity, and that amount goes directly towards your net worth. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you about equity capture and the other ways real estate makes you money. Learn how by attending a free Lifestyles Unlimited workshop. Visit us at lifestylesunlimited.com today. That's lifestylesunlimited.com to learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. Our workshop calendar is available at lifestylesunlimited.com. Talk 1370. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Uh, today we're talking about how to take on big projects, large turnaround situations, and uh, I'm talking about my personal residence and uh, also about apartment complex we just closed and also about your personal finances. So the first step I said was you have to go ahead, get sit down and look at your plan. Your financial plan is wrong. How do I know it's wrong? Well, let's don't use the word wrong then because Covey doesn't like that. That connotates uh, that I'm right, you're wrong, and that's finger pointing. That doesn't do any good. So let's talk about effective. Yours is not effective. Are you living off passive income? No. Um, so your system, your plan doesn't work. It's an ineffective plan. It doesn't give you what you want, which is lots of money and lots of free time. And so you've got to look at it and say, what's wrong? And you've got to analyze that. So as I would analyze my personal financial situation, I would look for income coming in. Can that be increased? Money going out. Can I decrease the expenses that are in my life that are wasteful expenses? Then I'm going to look at when I get on the income side, you know, what is my net worth doing for me? What is the money in my house earning me, which is nothing? What is the 401k money I have earning me? And it's paying me nothing per month. My IRA is paying me nothing per month. What do I have? My savings account's earning a quarter of a percent or a half a percent nowadays up to. What is my money doing for me? And the answer is it's doing absolutely nothing for you. So what is the worst and most challenging or most important thing to do? And that is, don't lose money. Rule one, don't lose money. 
And if you're losing it, if it's going out the door faster than you can bring it in, you're not going to be able to save it. So when I looked at my landscaping situation, my first priority was, okay, what am I losing? What do I need? I need to stop the bleeding. What is the most important thing to fix first? As I looked at my landscaping, I realized that I was losing plants, which is expensive to do, and grass also, because I wasn't getting enough water. So I went around, first thing I did was I picked the area of my life that I wanted to work on, which was my front yard. Uh, actually, it's the corner tip of my yard. It's a very small portion of my giant yard. And I took that, I said, I gotta master this corner right here. And so I looked at the sprinkler system and I saw there was two sprinkler heads were broken, so I took them out and put in new ones and solved that problem, okay? I also had an area that was flooded. And so I turned the area that was flooded off completely and I put in low flow water heads and said, okay, now when I turn this back on, the area that's dry, I'm gonna put on higher flow water heads so it gets more water in those areas because obviously those areas need it. And over here where it's a very tight area and there's too many heads, I'm gonna put on low flow heads and slow it down. Uh, thinking I had it all solved, right? Then I picked up the next thing you need to do. If you're out there looking at your finances, you have to say, okay, I'm gonna start working on this one. What do I do to fix that one? It's amazing what YouTube has out there for you. It's amazing what Lifestyles has over here for you. The information in life to become successful in whatever endeavor you're out to attack is out there somewhere. Get your hands on it. So I'm Googling this stuff and spending hours sitting up at night watching these videos and stuff on what's going wrong. And one of the videos made it very obvious that I have not been feeding my grass. In years past, I fertilized my grass on a regular basis. Now, because I broke my foot, then I broke my ankle, uh, twisted my knee, broke my elbow, tore my tricep off. For the last six months, I haven't been able to exercise at all, which means there's no way I can get out there putting fertilizer in the yard. I couldn't push the stupid cart. And so I decided I better start fertilizing this thing up. I started fertilizing it up, put a little fertilizer, a little weed kill, and all of a sudden the thing started getting a little green. But in the healthy areas where it had not droughted out, it was becoming beautiful and thick. And I'm going, wow, I'm winning. But over here in these areas, it's, it's not getting me there yet. And then I, I took it and read an article and the guy said, you need to fertilize more often. And I'm thinking you can't fertilize in the heat of summer. It's gonna kill the grass. And he talked about how to fertilize did not kill the grass in the heat of summer. And talked about how to turn this thing around. So I started fertilizing it every week, uh, just a little bit, so that as that fertilizer got watered in and started to take effect, I could put a little new fresh fertilizer on there, a little new weed killer on there to kill some of the weeds. And slowly but surely over the next two weeks, you could start to see a dramatic change in this part of the yard. But I still had the flooded out area. I had fixed the areas that were too dry and they were work starting to come back. But the flooded out area, uh, didn't, I couldn't seem to fix it. Even though I put on low flow heads, it was still getting too much water. So I analyzed the situation. What I realized was there was actually a gully. Now there is a regular storm gully that goes along the front of my yard and sides of my yards. It goes to a creek, you know, runs out. It's natural. But even within that gully, there was a low area, so low that the water would just sit there. It couldn't get out of that area to go and follow the natural drainage drought. And I thought about it, well, you know what I need to do? I, instead of worrying about how to dig deeper, I was going to dig deeper ditches. And with the deeper ditches, then maybe I could change the flow of water and get it away from that area. 
I thought, you know, it would be easier than that. Why not just fill the hole in? And so that's the next step that I'm going to try is to go ahead and solve the problem by filling the hole in. And the point I'm making is, as you start to look at your situations financially, and we sit down with you and we're working with you on these things, sometimes we're going to dig a little, and sometimes we're going to fill a little. Sometimes we have to fix things with a twist to the right, sometimes with a twist to the left. But we're taking just one part. So if we're looking at your 401k and we're saying, what can we do to make your 401k more profitable for you? We have a lot of things to work on there. And we all have a lot of possibilities we can do with that money, both inside the 401k or outside the 401k, that make a major difference. But we've got to take that 401k apart mentally to get to the point where it's actually going to make some difference. And if we don't do that, then we're not going to be able to solve the problem. Because the problem isn't going to be solved simply by doing more of what doesn't work. In other words, contributing more isn't going to make it happen. Now, we're feeding the 401k. You can actually overfeed something. A lot of people putting money into their 401k makes no sense at all because they're putting in more than what the match is. Doesn't make any sense to do that because the 401k is a retarded investment to start with. Yes, I said it, retarded. It's a ridiculously stupid thing to do. But if you're going to do it, doing more of it is worse than doing less of it. So as we go through these battles, each and everything, we'll tear your 401k situation apart, we'll tear your personal residence situation apart, we'll tear your earned income situation apart, we'll look at your non-existent passive income situation and see where we can build some passive income etc etc we'll look at your expenses your home expenses where are you wasting money you can save it start saving money so you can invest more all of these different topics are part of working this process so it's not just okay i'm going to go buy a rent house and have some passive income that is going to be a part of the process but that is not the entire process that is a part of the solution but it is in no way the process your problem is the process is all wrong. My problem with my landscaping was my landscaping plan was all wrong. It was not sustainable in 110 degree temperatures in the summer and 20 degree freezing temperatures in the winter. The plan was wrong. And I had to fix the plan before I could start fixing the problems. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Talk 13.7, the right choice. The more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about tackling big, giant turnaround projects, something like maybe your personal financial situation, something like my personal residence situation, or something like the apartment complexes that we've closed in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we look at all three of these and say that these are gigantic managerial um, it's a good word for it. I'm looking for the, it's a um, process engineering situation where we have to change the process completely around. So we are talking earlier about you having the right plan financially. You've got to get the right plan. That's why you come to someplace like Lifestyles, to get the plan on how does, how does this stuff work? What should I be doing? What doesn't work? What does work? And then you take and you work through all these different suggestions in your personal situation and see what's happening. So like, we're going to talk about income here in a minute, which is probably the most important one. But the easy one is expenses. What, what are you wasting? What is being wasted in your life? And uh, I find myself, you know, looking at my life and my process and my home and my business is the same way. I look at what is the dead weight 
dead weight in my life takes up my life. So I was given a, a thought process early on in life from my dad who said, um, it's not what it costs to buy something, it's what it costs to maintain that something. So you look at your situation and go, for where you're at financially in your life right now, is it worth it for you to have that big giant home? Is that really the right thing to be doing at this point? You know, maybe the kids are all gone. You don't need that big home anymore. Why not shed that? Get rid of some of that expense and that maintenance, both time and energy and money in maintenance of that big home. You've got two or three or four cars. Do you really need two or three or four cars? Um, it's ridiculous. I've, I've had as many as six cars. I'm down to four, and I'm thinking about getting rid of one of them. I never drive it. And the other three are completely different vehicles that I actually need all three different kinds of vehicles. The fourth one is a sports car. I never drive a sports car. I'm 62 years old. I'm happily relationshiped. There's no need to go out of the town and show off. Uh, I don't need to prove that I'm successful as a business person, so I don't need to have a Porsche or a Ferrari or mine is a uh, Mercedes SL, whatever, sports a convertible, 550, whatever, just unbelievably fast car with a you know roof comes off or actually removes itself whatever convertible convertible roof and to show you I, I show no real interest i don't even know the names of the stuff in it because i don't even drive it i picked it up one time because i could steal it because i had something else in trade that i could get for it and just brand new and i figured okay i might as well pick it up um and i drove it had some fun with it but it's just really a waste of my time uh, I go out to my garage, same thing. I got stuff in my garage that I never used. I've had it for years. Um, there was a project started that never finished, a project that finished, but there was stuff left over. Uh, all that stuff just gets in your way. It just slows you down. And you have to take care of it. You have to maintain it. You have to move it and clean around it and clean under it. Um, when I was going through the irrigation situation, what I found was is that I was actually wasting water i was irrigating above and beyond i figured you know it's the old thermostat problem you know you set the thermostat to the temperature you want it well an irrigation system you don't really know what that amount is and so you either see that your place is too dry and you turn it up or you see that your place is too low and you turn it down i'm sorry you you get too much water and you turn it down the problem is you don't know how much you turn it either direction the wise thing to do is to start out and start moving it slowly but surely, not crank it all the way up again. Now, you generally crank it all the way up because if you've got a really dry lawn, you want to make sure it gets enough water to try to come back. But you can't leave it there. you got to crank it back down again because once you've got it growing and saturated, now you're going to get it, uh, you're going to turn it, keep it so wet that you're going to get mold and so on and so forth. So it's a, it's a balancing act, guys. You've got to stay on top of it. But we're talking about this is just one zone in my house. So I now... I'm working my way out of that zone, right? So you're working your way out of, okay, what are we going to do with this extra car, this extra car payment we don't need? What are we going to do with, the, you know, we've got 400 stations of cable. We only watch the same 10 stations every single time. Um, you know, do we really need all that? Uh, just all the stuff in your life that you're wasting money on. It's just a waste that you don't really need to do. Um, are you going out to eat too often? And... Now it sounds a little bit too much like Dave Ramsey, but the bottom line is there is an expense side to the equation. Now, when I got back to my yard here, after I had stabilized this front area, I had to let it sit for a couple days to a week or two and see what it would turn into. I had to let the fertilizer take effect. I had to let 
the change of lawn care companies take effect. I had to ch let the change of uh, rotator heads on the sprinkler systems take effect. Um, so I sat that one off to the side and sort of watched it. I made it a point every day to go out and watch it, look what's happening, see what's going on. And then I went on to my next zone. And the next zone was purely a watering problem. The, the heads, uh, sprinkler heads, one of them was buried underneath a plant that has grown like 100 times the size it was originally planted. And so the sprinkler at one time was on the edge of the bed. Uh, now it's, you know, six foot under a plant. So I had to trim the plant away so the sprinkler could get to the area uh, that was dead. I had another area that was dead because the sprinkler head uh, was not adjustable. It, it wasn't hitting the area effectively. Uh, but the head couldn't be adjusted, so that has to be replaced. So you got two or three of those out there with the heads. And thirdly, it was a gigantic area with 360-degree rotary heads, and they take a long time to get all the way around, so you either got to leave the water running for a long time um, for, to, for a rotor, 360 rotary head to get everything, or you've got to increase the flow of water out of the rotary head. Well. I can't leave it running longer because they're in that same setup zone. There are a bunch of heads that only go 180 degrees. And so if you set it to quench your lawn's thoughts at 180 degrees and not overwater the 180 degree ones, you end up underwatering the 360s. So now I have to go back out and take the 360 heads off and put more water on them so I can cut the whole thing back down so I don't have a swamp in one area and a dry area. These are things that could not have been known when the program, the process was originally designed. Or maybe they could have been, but they were just, you know, they did, took the shortcut and just did it the easy way. But the bottom line is, here I am seven years later, and I've never f took the time to figure this out, because it wasn't until I lost control of my yard, stopped fertilizing my yard, that I got to the point where I could actually see how wrong these situations were. So my point to you is, how far does your finances have to go wrong before you wake up and say, I need a new plan? This one isn't working. It's just not working. How long before you realize you have no positivity in your life? We didn't move on to the next zone. We went to the backyard and where we had planted, took out all the tropicals and planted all these hedges to get this, what we'd call an English garden effect, boxwoods everywhere. And, and we'd filled some of the zones with roses and it, drift roses, which are short little roses. It looked beautiful. We had other zones we had put in an, uh, annuals in. And when we put the annuals in, they were beautiful. But come back around this year again, and all those annuals are dead. Now, we've gone through this three years, but now I don't have a landscaping company. So for two months, the beds sit there and there's nothing in the beds. So finally we decided we're gonna go put some stuff in the beds, right? And what we found out was we're in the heat of the summer. Anything you plant now will die by September. All new plants that will survive the winter come in in September and are planted in September and October. So we had to realize that there is a timing to fixing certain things in your life. There is a timing in your life when you can get your money out of your 401k effectively or more effectively or less effectively. There's a timing when you can retire. There's a timing issue with when you and how you pay your bills and so on and so forth. And so we had to get involved with the timing issue. The other thing we had to do was stop the bleeding. So we took very large portions of these bedded areas and just put in roses again. Beautiful, small, short drift roses that fill them, just make it look beautiful. 
but you don't have to do anything with them. They're there summer and winter. You're done. So I've started putting plants in that solve the problem. I'm done with those areas other than weeding and fertilizing. And that's something you got to keep in mind. The expense of owning things never goes away. There's always going to be weeding and fertilizing. So we get back to this pool zones where we're filling in these beds. And now we're investing in something. Now we're buying that red house. By buying these plants and putting these plants in that won't die, that will stay there year after year after year, I'm investing. I'm getting the return from those plants, the beauty, without the annual cost and maintenance management intensity to putting the new beds in every single year. I'm solving my long-term problems by investing in something that will pay dividends for years. That's what you need to do with a rent house or an apartment complex. We'll take a short break. Be right back with Del Walms and Radio Show. Learn to master apartment investing on the Multifamily Masters Tour with Dell Walmsley and Lifestyles Unlimited in Dallas, Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. Ride along with the country's top team of apartment investing professionals as you tour four apartment communities with the owners and operators alongside their mentors and educators. For more information, visit MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Experience award-winning multifamily strategies in action. Get the insider secrets to triple-digit returns. Learn the six ways you can make multifamily millions, too. Open Q&A format with Dell's top team, including operations consultants, mentors, and award-winning members. Get your seat on the bus at MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Due to the nature of the event, seating is very limited. Ride with us for the day and learn how to close the gap on your retirement with multifamily properties, what a profitable property being run as a business looks like in person and on paper, how Lifestyles Unlimited members win local, state, and national awards year after year, which path is right for you, lead, passive, or independent owner, how to upgrade your profits by upgrading your apartment, and what you want. Open Q&A all day long. The only bus ticket worth millions. Get yours at MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Austin's Talk, 1370. Back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about taking on major projects in your life. And I was trying to parallel the, the parallel both your personal financial situation being all messed up and what you have to go through it and the situation I've gone through with my personal residence. So the next point you would bring up say, well, Dell, I understand I should be taking apart all these different options. First of all, starting with a big plan of what's going to work. Second of all, looking at each of the options I have where I can go get some capital out of my personal residence, my 401k, my IRA, my savings accounts, uh, bonds, annuities, wherever I've got money that I could maybe go get to put, a, put to work in a more profitable manner. I need to do that next. But then you're going to bring up this point, Bedell, but what about life happens, right? And I'll tell you, it happens for all of us. So while I'm on this process of trying to find a new landscaping company, watching my yard getting destroyed, um, at, at the same time I'm watching all this negative stuff that I know I need to be attacking, there's other major things that pop up in your life. And so this lawn thing is a constant battle to get it closer and closer and closer to what's correct and what was effective. And for you, your passive income streams is a constant battle to get closer and closer and closer to the effectiveness that will allow you to retire. Someday my lawn will get there and it will be so easy to maintain, it's pitiful. And someday your finances will get there and you'll be able to maintain passive income that equals or exceeds the amount of earned income that you make right now. They both are achievable. But while we're getting to them, the world is going to kick us in the teeth. 
This year alone, this year alone, I have killed six snakes. Yes, six. Killed one yesterday. Big, giant, huge snake on my patio right by the door. I've gotten two raccoons, one possum. I've had my pool pump go out, right? I've had my pool bubblers go out. I'm sorry, not pool pump, excuse me, pond pump go out. Then I've had my pond bubblers go out. I fell through my bridge, and both of my two wooden bridges in the patio back area were broken apart and falling apart. I had to completely rebuild those. As I fell through the bridge, I broke my leg and my elbow, and so I can't work anymore. So the bridges sat there for 12 weeks unrepaired uh, because I couldn't repair them. I couldn't do the work. Finally, when I got to where I could actually work again, move body parts again, I was able to fix them in two or three days. Then I had somebody come in and paint them because I don't like to paint. It's too hot to paint. I'm not very good at it. And I didn't want to get any paint in the water, in the ponds underneath them there. So I had a professional come in and paint. I'm good at woodworking. I'm terrible at painting, so go with that. At the same time, every single year, my 20-car garage, which has to get into my 20-car garage, two giant doors that are motorhome garage doors that are 25, 30 feet tall, and then all the rest of them are single doors. All those doors are hardwood doors, and they have to be painted every year because you get full sun. Also, I have 12 exterior doors that pack up against the pool, swimming pool. These 12 exterior doors, because there's chlorine in that pool and all kinds of um, plants back there with, um, what do you call it, pollen, these doors get rotted out every year or every two years and have to be repainted also. Um, so all this was going on at the same time. Also, I started, I can, uh, what some of my plants contracted whitefly and started to die. So I had to spray for the whitefly to kill the whitefly so that the plants wouldn't all die off. Tons of magnolias. I have gigantic magnolias. I, I mean, I, I got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, I got 12 giant magnolias at my house. And I was at risk of losing them. Now all this is going on with me getting up every day and doing radio shows, trying to come back from uh, a ripped off, torn off tricep that's got re-sewed on, healing from a broken leg, healing from broken foot, I tore, not broken foot, I tore the place for pantyitis in my foot. Just all this stuff is going on at the same time. But I see an end to the tunnel. Um, things are gonna go, get closer and closer, and closer and closer. Today I go see the doctor about being released so I can start exercising my tricep. If I can get back in the gym, my body fat will come back down because I'm getting fat. My muscle tissue will come back up and I'm getting weird skinny little arms and shoulders with a big fat gut, looks like crap. All that's fixable because I've already done the research on it. I've done it in the past, I know how to fix it, but life got in its way. And that's what I'm telling you. You lose your job. That's like me not being able to work out for 12 weeks, 18 weeks, whatever it's been, because I tore my tricep and hurt my leg. Bro oh, I broke my tailbone also, I forgot about that. Um, so it's been six months since I could work out. My body is feeling it. My body, like my yard, just after that six months of being injured, are just destroyed, but you gotta get back up. So if you're sitting out there going, "Dumb, my life's a shambles. You gotta get back up. You need a plan. You need to get on that plan. You need to get going with that plan. You need to start taking things one 
step at a time. Prioritize. Get the ones that are killing you away first. Move on those. Stop losing money. Stop doing wrong things. And then start building. Right now, I'm building back my lawn. Starting after this today's doctor appointment, I'll start building back my body. You have to do the same thing, friends. You need a giant plan, effective plan for your life, for your finances. You break your life plan into personal plans for relationships and money, and then take off from there. But remember, as you go through all of it, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Access past your podcasts and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.